Hey there, it's Therapist Tiara. And let's check in. Did you get your homework done? If you did, then great. I'm so proud of you. You know, you're taking the steps necessary to make the adjustments to the legacy that was handed down to you. Keep up the good work, okay? (laughs) Now, if you didn't get it done, hear my heart. There is so much grace, okay? But recognize that completing the homework, it is vital to this process of breaking generational patterns. One of the questions that I pose to most of my clients is, are we mowing the lawn or are we uprooting some stuff? You see, we can mow those weeds, but I promise you, they coming back with a vengeance, okay? (laughs) Choosing to uproot those weeds that were planted in your life during childhood or during church hurts or during poor relationship choices, it looks like you conceptualizing the material, applying it, and most importantly, scheduling an appointment with a therapist. There are so many layers to breaking generational patterns, okay? One of the things or one of the examples that I also give my clients is that of an onion. When you peel back that first layer, there typically aren't any tears. Nobody cries when they peel back that first layer. However, when you get to pulling back some of those other layers, honey, let me tell you, that's when the waterworks come. So let's get started with this first layer. Yes, indeed. Peeling onions is a process. That's why for the next eight weeks, you will have the nuggets that will help you to shift your paradigm. This eight-part series, which is called Shifting Your Paradigm, will help you to little by little chisel away at your own thoughts that frequently lead to the responses that keep you within a negative cyclical pattern. If at any point in this series you're feeling overwhelmed with negative thoughts, get support. Hence me saying, get a therapist. Most clients wait until they're in the midst of the storm in order to get support. But if you already have the relationship built with the therapist, then it's easier to get on their schedule and even easier to just open up and start talking. All right, so layer one of the Shift Your Paradigm series begins with the sound. Yo, what did that sound provoke? Shoot, it freaked me out a little bit. (laughs) Did it provoke tension, fear, anticipation? You know, science all but confirms that we humans are hardwired to respond to music. In the journal article, Brain, the Journal of Neurology, the musical philosopher Nietzsche said, we listen to music with our muscles. This at least is something we can see. It is evident in all of us. We tap our feet, we keep our time, we hum, we sing along, we even conduct music with our hands. Our facial expressions tend to mirror the rise and the fall of the melodic contours and feelings that we're hearing. Yet, all this may occur without our knowledge. 
What this means is that our body reacts to the sound of music and it's not even something we have to think about. It just happens. Hmm. It does make me wonder what other areas are, rea- are we in our bodies reacting to after we listen to music? Makes you think, huh? So have you ever listened to a song and that was your jam? You all booed up. You're in a good relationship and you have your jam on repeat at all times. The beat and the hook are just right. But the underlining meaning of the song is not applicable to the season of your life that you're in. But again, it's my jam. And you don't even care because you're riding down the highway singing. I'm torn in between the two because I really want to be with you. And then out of nowhere, within six months, some random person with missing back teeth is all up in your face, giggling and cackling. And you're entertaining it. (laughs) So it makes me wonder, did the song plant the seed? That is two cats that you're in between? I mean, what is it? Let's talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> so if music is causing your body to react without your brain telling it to do such, then what do you think music is telling your subconscious to do? or even your spirit. In the article, The Influence of Music, You Are What You Listen To, Part Two, Carrie Schmidt describes music as being one of the most powerful external influencers that shape who we are and how we think, feel, or even who we become. He shared that the very word music comes from the root word, which literally means to be absorbed in thought, huh? To be absorbed in thought, that's deep. Hmm. So how is music influencing you? I remember talking to a client who listened to a lot of trap music. No shade to the trap. <laughs> This client could not understand why they felt so negative all the time. This person at times struggled with having motivation to do anything. During one session, we sat and literally combed through all of the potential factors that could have been causing the weight of discouragement, rejection, and lack of motivation. A couple of weeks later, the client's phone began to ring during our session. The ringtone was what the client described as their anthem. It had lyrics in the song that promoted having no motivation or low motivation. This anthem was played all day, every day. (laughs) This individual had no job, no car, and no motivation. Bingo, we found the food source to the low motivation. But you know what? The reality of it is, is when I encouraged the client 
to change up the sound, this person was not open to switching it out to positive music. This music promoted low motivation and it will negatively impact not only the client, but the client's nieces and nephews, the client's child, as well as any other neighborhood children who may even look up to this individual. So many people are being negatively impacted by the behavior that this individual exhibits because of the motivation or lack thereof that's coming from the sound. In the article, The Neuroscience of Music, Mindset and Motivation, Christopher Berglund shared, according to researchers from the Netherlands, listening to a song like Bill Withers' Lovely Day can create a self-fulfilling prophecy. You see, music and mood are definitely linked. He went on to share that scientists continue to uncover how these influences occur at a neural level. Studies prove that music, the music we listen to engages a wide range of neurobiological symptoms that affect our psychology. You see, trust and believe that this is not new research, okay? Let's go back to the days of the Bible. So there was this king named Saul who was showing his tail. As a result of his poor choices, his generation was negatively impacted. And he knew it. Saul literally opened the door to his very soul being tormented. And the only thing that could keep his tail calm was music. A young man by the name of David played the harp for him. Every time David would play that harp, Saul would experience peace. He would all around just feel better. Music can literally change your mood which will in turn positively or negatively impact your day. So if the sound of music makes all these changes, then how can you use music to make changes in your own life? Well, controlling what you receive into your ears would be a really good start. I want you to ask yourself this question. What are you listening to in the shower? What are you listening to on your drive to work or on your drive home? You know what? You do not have to answer that question right now because you already know it's going to be a part of your homework. <laughs> you may be saying, you know what, Tierra? I don't listen to anything. It's always quiet in the car with me. Okay? Then that more than likely means that you're doing a lot of thinking and you're rumorating on thoughts within your mind. Let's agree to make an adjustment with even our thoughts with the use of sound this week. It's homework time. So one of my favorite things to do in therapy is to lead groups. One of the cool exercises that I get the opportunity to do is called a lyrics analysis. Unfortunately, since we're not able to do that in this setting here, I want you to consider doing this assignment that I'm gonna give you. 
in the journal that you purchased last week, I'd like you to make a list of three to five songs that you've listened to over the course of the day. I want you to think about the songs that have gotten stuck in your head. It could be as simple as Baby Shark do 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 do, or even the a song on the top Billboard charts. But if it's stuck in your head, I'd like you to write it down. And I want you to look at what is the recurrent message of that song or songs. Now here's the fun part of your homework assignment. After you've completed the first portion, I'd like you to complete a playlist. Create a playlist of a minimum of 10 motivational and encouraging songs. I want to encourage you to get out the box doing it. Total randomness. I was listening to the oldie station one day on my way to work and I heard the song by Toto. Um, I don't know anything else about the song, but all I know is there was this one line that said, I bless the rain down in Africa. And for the entire rest of the day, I was walking around singing, God bless the rain down in Africa. It was contagious because even my clients saw me changed. And so they started walking and singing and we were just being goofy, every one of my clients. And so as you go about making your list and listening to the songs that motivate you and encourage you, I want you to listen to only that playlist over and over again. And let me know how it goes. You can send me a direct voice message through Anchor FM. Or you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Therapist Tierra. I want to hear if this has changed your week or changed your day. Okay? All right. Have a great week.